you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. Really pumped about our next guest that we have, and it's it's absolutely relevant in the time that we're focusing all around family and how can we produce a family-focused corporate culture. So I have the honor of welcoming Victoria Yukovisky, and she is the founder and CEO of Corporate Breastfeeding Support. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And it's exciting. Yes, absolutely. And, and I appreciate all the work that you do for so many organizations, because I think that this is an area where HR professionals, managers are somewhat lost and even a little uncomfortable talking about, you know, lactation support needs. So what is, what does your job really look like? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I appreciate your kind words and it's, it's really interesting. It's evolving, it's changing, and the more family-focused the benefits packages acquire, the more work there is to be done. I feel like we're definitely it's getting better, we, especially where I am. I am in Colorado, and I feel like we've been blessed with a lot of great companies who are, whose culture is very family-centered and you know, who do a great job for the employees. But in general, it's definitely a complex issue because it has to do what I what I do. It has to do with the sensitive area, which is breastfeeding, and not everybody always is comfortable with discussing it. I, I guess there was a reason why the term lactation is mostly used because you know breastfeeding may not come easy for everyone because it implies you know a sensitive subject. But that's why the conversation can be pretty complex and pretty awkward, depending on who you ask. So my job in most of the cases is to kind of put the bridge between the company leaders and the employees, because a lot of times the a lot of benefits and accommodations for the new families are already there. It's just that that, that conversation of getting everybody on the same page and this is the room, this is the equipment that they, that you can use in case you have any breastfeeding related issues. Here's the person you talk to and things like that. And that's especially what I find out with the male company leaders. It a lot of times tends to be such a such a uncomfortable topic. And it I mean truly is even in life. But I feel like the more work we do, the better we get about, you know, being more open and open to getting the conversation started. So I feel like. Right. Yeah. But it shouldn't. I don't think this should be taboo or there be a stigma attached to it. It's something that is you know happening uh, from our body. And also we need to make sure that employee handbooks are updated and that HR know what are the legal requirements and also what are the policy, the policies that you want to create and the, the type of culture you want to foster and especially exactly. putting parents in the workplace. So mm-hmm. I think the work that you do is, is again, so important, but you offer, I mean, you actually help with the HR compliance. You actually help with the policy. Consulting. We do. We, I would like to hear more we, about that. 
Yeah, definitely. There is a um, a huge difference between just being compliant and doing what's best for the employees and for the families. So that's why we, we always uh, kind of talk about that as well. We can definitely bring the company to being compliant, which is, you know, there is a federal law, there is a state law, depending on what state we are working with a client in, we'll, we'll just go by the laws. But on a high level, the federal law just requires that the companies will provide accommodation, which is different from a bathroom, where a breastfeeding person will be able to express breast milk. And then they'll be provided time when they can do that. It's pretty like it, it gives a, a lot of details at the same time. It's pretty limited as far as, you know, who is covered, who is not. And so when it comes to the state level, a lot of states usually created more favorable laws. Like in Colorado, it's mandated that the companies provide accommodation for up to two years since the birth of the child. And there are no limitations in the size of a company. So basically any employer has to abide by, by this law. And this is part of it. This is the legal aspect, which we help with um, updating the policies. We help with um, adding the breastfeeding component or lactation support component to the wellness benefits package and just kind of make sure that everybody has access to reviewing the policies and understanding what it is that they entitled um, to get. Um, the other part of it is um, sort of... Uh, a lot of companies use their lactation support program as a com competitive advantage and, you know, in hiring the best talent. Uh, and so what we always say is that, yes, just checking the boxes is great. And that's a great start. And we're so thankful for companies who do at least that. But there is also a lot more that can be done um, in terms of breastfeeding support. For one thing, the milk making process itself is so complex and not every breastfeeding parent can go back to work and easily give milk away to the breast pump and be responsive to the breast pump, same way they're responsive to their own baby. So when setting up an accommodation, for instance, we talk a lot about welcoming design and what goes into the milk production and how that the lactating parent has to come in and relax and not be bothered by anyone else and that the room has to be used by only one person at a time and things like that. Like there is so many things that go into the milk making process and a lot of them are emotional more than just, you know, physical accommodation. And that's why if the employer wants to go above and beyond, there are so many other elements that can be added to the lactation support program, aside from just the pure compliance aspect. Yes. Yeah. And then and I would recommend that. I like that you're saying that it would be a, uh, you know, as a corporate competitive advantage. And mm -hmm. from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, it's also just. It's more than compliance. It's also the right thing to do. Right, true. Right, diversity, you know, in the workplace and and making sure that you do and that every employee is aware, not just that mothers are aware, but every employee is aware of the policy of maybe the lactation guidelines, areas, that sort of thing. And so what does it mean whenever you're you're saying, I know that you provide lactation consulting for employees. So mm -hmm. What, what does that mean exactly? 
Uh, yes, definitely. So we love to get connected with the family when they just start expecting, because this is a great time to kind of, you know, may if, make them aware of the breastfeeding policies and the support that's available, that's made available through their employer. And so we work with families prenatally. So while they're still expecting and we do breastfeeding education, it's kind of like a breastfeeding 101, depending on what the employer chose to provide. We can either do an in-person class or an in-person meeting, a consultation, or we can do a virtual and we will just educate the family and all the other support people to the family on the basics of, you know, breastfeeding and what do they do in the first days at the hospital? Is there anything they can do ahead of time? Great. So best practices. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, once the ha- they have a baby, we kind of like we, we stay on call with them. So whenever they have an issue coming up or a question, uh, we're just a phone call or a text message away. So we provide that regular phone calls and text messaging, um, just kind of checking in. We provide updates on what's coming like, oh, hey, it's, you know, nine weeks and it's about time for you to start getting ready for going back to work. And maybe it's a good idea to start pumping and stashing some of that milk and things like that. Little tips and tricks. But we also do the... Again, it all depends on what the employer chose to provide, but we also do a full lactation consultation. It can be either virtual, again, or in person where we can weigh the baby and do a lot of clinical stuff that the lactation consultants do. Um, and then once, ma- uh, once the lactating parent is back to work, we help them through the pumping process, milk storage. We explain how to minimize the time they spend pumping and maximize the output and things like that. So we kind of go with them throughout all of their breastfeeding journey. And then again, if the employer opted so, then we just stay until the end, always available. Most of the employers and the um, employee assistance programs that we work with choose to provide three pool consultations and then phone calls and check in um, text messaging in between. That is impressive. I mean, and that was actually Mm -hmm. going to be a question of mine is how do you relate or play off of employee assistance programs? But what you offer Mm -hmm. is so much more in depth and it's a, it is a level of expertise that I really think that a lot of EAP services are not going to go as detailed and or have the knowledge and the expertise that you do. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, no. You know, as an HR professional, we work with employee assistance programs and, and they're Mm -hmm. phenomenal. I mean, I I highly recommend that, you know, an employer, even a small business has, you know, EAP as a resource or something Mm -hmm. uh, similar to that as a resource for their employees. But I do think that this is a uh, definitely a step above. And I think it's also imperative that you're working with employee assistance programs so that you Mm -hmm. are, you know, again, being that, um, that best ultimate best resource for employees, for leaders, especially, uh, in the midst of everything that we have going on in our society. So, um, yeah, I, you know, actually the interest, we got a spike in the interest from EAP 
for our offerings. I feel I, I think that everybody, well, first there's been a, a demand, so maybe that's why. And then also, I feel like everybody is all the companies are trying to mainstream and somehow revamp the benefits programs to make sure that they're not underutilized, but you know, the employee they they actually offering what the employees are needing to have. And I always think about it in the way that we don't have a shortage of individual clients in lactation, which tells me that families do need help. And the more that breastfeeding rates are going up, so the more families choose to breastfeed, the more questions and issues or just kind of like a well-care visit that they're going to have. And then, which means that there is a demand, so we have to create supply for it. So I'm actually really happy with, and you are absolutely right, with EAPs, we did have to modify our services just a little bit to kind of make sure we fit with the um, overall structure, the way they do business. We did, you know, sacrifice some things that we might not be able to do at a full range the way we would love to, if just hired by a corporation. But we see such a huge value in joining EAPs because we are so passionate about helping breastfeeding parents on a larger scale. And EAPs usually have such a vast client base that, you know, it just creates more of a value creating opportunity for us, which is, you know, I would take that. I mean, the more families we can cover, the better it is for the overall good of the breastfeeding families. So we we were happy to accommodate that. So yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that. I know that we're talking about corporate culture and that, that signifies to me larger entities. Now, what about small businesses though? I mean, can you provide, even if they don't have EAP, can you provide one-on-one consulting and support? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if you take into consideration that uh, in many states, there is no size limitation for the business at which they have to start providing location accommodation, then it it just means that it covers everybody, basically. So with the smaller companies, what we sometimes do is kind of like a punch card. So they get a 10 location consultations, and then they can just gift and distribute those among their employees the way they'd like to. We love working with um, law offices, for instance, where they might be smaller in size, but they're always so great about bringing benefits and delivering them to the employees. So yes, absolutely. It's a lot of times it's even easier for us because it's, you know, if it's a local company, then we don't have to go through the the corporate and that, that just encourages increases the time amount that the whole process and the approval and everything goes through. So we, we love, we love small, small employers. Okay. Very good. Well, I think that that is awesome about what you're, you're doing, not just, you know, as a whole from a, again, a corporate piece, but really from a small business piece. And this is so needed. I hope you continue all the great work. And for listeners that want to reach out to you, what's the best way to reach you? 
I think our website is the best is the best one. It has a couple of contact forms depending on what exactly the need is. So www.corporatebreastfeedingsupport.com is is where you can find us. We respond to every single message so you you won't go unnoticed um and a quick thing that i i forgot to mention but it's it's pretty important is we work with most major uh, health plans to get the coverage for like our location services which is i feel like such a great benefit for employers because if you think about it if they if they're paying for the health insurance anyways and lactation services are covered then you know all they basically need to do is just connect the dots and start providing that those services to the employees so we love always mentioning that because it's a lot of times you know the question comes up who finances what and then when i bring up the insurance coverage it just makes it all very easy very good that's great great thank you so much Mm -hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed our conversation today, and um, I'm really hoping that even down the road, have you back on and learn more about everything that you're doing and um, the services that you offer. So thank you again. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It was it was my pleasure. And to our listeners, we absolutely hope you can get some sleep tonight. Stay tuned. We have several great topics coming up from a compliance and legal update to focusing on your mindset and how to be a better, faster, stronger, more effective leader in the midst of this ever-changing world. So we hope you get some sleep tonight.